Hey everybody, before you take a listen to the podcast, I just want to let you know there were some difficulties at the end of the podcast with our recording and signal. So unfortunately, the episode will end quite abruptly, but any information you have missed, I will add towards the end just by myself talking. So please take a listen all the way through and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Allison from the Locally Sourced Podcast, and you are listening to episode number five. On today's episode, I have one of the co-owners of Ceramica Paint Studio in Stoneham Square, Claudia. Claudia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Allison. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I'm so glad you're able to be here. I know it's a busy time of season, so I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the show and talk about your studio. Um, so do you want to tell us a little about yourself and what's going on with the studio? Wow, that's that's a lot. And that's a big question. So why don't we, <laughs> so let's, <laughs> why don't you start off by just telling us um, a little about yourself? Absolutely. So um, we, my fam, I guess my sister and I moved into Stoneham about 20 years ago. Um, and we've been, um, you know, ended up buying a house in Stoneham and we just been we just huge fans of Stoneham and um, back then I knew it was going to turn out to be uh, such a popular place as it is now just because of like the towns that he was surrounded by and the highways that he was surrounded by and we just knew that it was just you know it's, it's, it's a great place and it has been throughout all these years so that's how it all started um, my sister has a family of, uh, she's got three girls, um, all went through the Stoneham high school, uh, through the Stoneham school system. And I have a daughter that did the same. So, um, how the studio idea came about was we actually thought about it when they were little, cause there was, we thought it would be a fun, you know, something fun to do for them and for obviously the community. And we just couldn't do it. Like just kids just take all your energy and all your, <laughs> just every, every inch of it. So we held on, uh, on it. My, my daughter got, um, graduated from college in 2018 and I was going through some changes in my uh, professional life. Um, and I decided, you know, I talked to my sister and decided, you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it now. There's never going to be the right time. It was just a scary jump. Um, and we just decided to go for it. And that's kind of like how it all came about. Awesome. What was it that you did beforehand? So I've been in um, in the in the in the uh, cor corporate world for about fifteen years, um, and I've been doing marketing, graphic design. I went to art school, um, and during that whole process of like my professional life, pottery has always been my passion. So I've been doing pottery on my own for about twenty five years. Um, took took some uh, like a hiatus while, while I was raising my daughter, uh, but I always went back to clay as in um, my scape and, and my passion. And it just seemed the right connection to have a paint your own pottery studio and share the design part of it. Um, I still do pottery on my own. I have a studio at home and I do my own pots and I sell them. Um, so I'm hoping to push that along as I'm pushing the business. It's just a lot to maneuver. So just, you know, a little bit at a time, right? I understand totally. So did you, where did you find your love for pottery? Was it in elementary school or is it part of your family? How did that come about? 
So um, in my early 20s, I'm originally from Colombia and I grew up here since, you know, since I was 10. Um, but I went back, I went actually to uh, Venezuela and I lived in Venezuela for about two years. And it was in Venezuela that I discover just my, I, I always loved pottery, but I never had a chance to like study or make pots or anything like that. And I found myself in Venezuela, which has a huge uh, pottery feel. I want to say it's just like, it's, it's incorporated in the culture. And, um, and that's when I started studying pottery. From there, I moved to Virginia and studied at the Torpedo Factory, uh, which is a huge art community center there. Um, and then finally, I ended up at the Museum School of Fine Arts, which is part of Tufts University, where I completed my BFA and um, did pottery, graphic design, and photography there. Very cool. So it kind of it started, you said, in your 20s? Yep. Very cool. So in Venezuela, did you live over there with family or you kind of just went off on your own? At, yeah, I was married at a time. And so he was my, um, my then husband and, and I, and that's what, what got us there. He got a job there and all of a sudden I had all this free time in my hands. Mm -hmm. So I was able to, you know, find, find that passion and, and look more into it. Very cool. It's always interesting to see the different types of pottery and arts that are in different countries, as you mentioned. Is pottery very, very big, like you said, in Venezuela, in addition to other crafts? Absolutely. Is um, So uh, col uh, the culture is very based in, they have a lot of um, art forms. Um, it's called artesanía, where you do, um, they, they do a lot of pottery. They work a lot with um, straw. They make like straw, you know, bowls. Um, it's just, they do absolutely gorgeous work. Um, and a lot of it, you can, you, obviously you can use it, you can use the pots, but it's just really a piece of art when somebody mm -hmm. just does it from a lump of clay and put, you know, part of their soul into their piece um, when they sell it. So that's the way I look at it. I feel like when I sell something of my own, I feel like part of me is moving on to somebody else's home and it's going to take a place and um, room into somebody else's life put. So it's really special. To me, it's just a really special uh, uh, kind of art um, because it's not something you hang on the wall and you know, you'll get tired of it a few years later and put it down. Um, it's something that lives along with whomever has it right you hold a cup and you kind of just like hold it like you know something precious and it just pottery is a, a special kind of art that takes a special place at, at people's homes that's so true I think you know like you said instead of buying from big businesses and buying from local artists from you the amount of work and the love that goes into it is very important. I think people need to start recognizing the amount of um, effort and just the creativity in our heart that goes into what we're creating is is uh, is what we're paying for. Um, you know, instead of buying from Amazon or Walmart, it's we're buying from this person's passion, their creativity, and want that what message they want to give out to the public. So I think that's really cool. I myself is not even close to artistic, so I applaud you on being able to create such memorable pieces that go into people's homes and they're so unique and original in their own way. 
Um, so was that when you for the so for the store? You know, when I looked at it, is the do you guys create all the pieces yourself? How does that work? So, the, so there's I I, I want to say we we almost have like two branches. We have yeah. um, the paint your own pottery part of it. Um, everything is purchased from actually a local vendor up in Tewksbury. We decided um, I I, I want to support obviously local as much as possible. There's a um, place up there called Gare. And they've been in business, they're family owned, they've been in business for about 40 years. And they supply all the, all the, it's called bisque, which is all the pottery, the white pottery that you eventually paint. Um, so we, they're my, our main, um, our main vendor, we go up there almost once a week to pick up pieces. Um, they also create the glazes, which is amazing because it's like they're the only, they're probably the second largest in the country. And like nobody knows they're out there. They're just like a little hidden jewel. Um, they only work with um, with small businesses, obviously. Um, so they're really sensitive to everything that's going on. They try to be really creative as far as helping with marketing. They're just amazing. So big, like love them. Um, and then we have, we do classes for kids on Monday, Monday afternoons and Wednesday afternoons. And we do hand building. So I bring clay out and we, you know, I have very specific projects we work in. And then at the end of the, it's a six week session. And then at the end of the session, they get to create whatever, you know, they want, like a personalized project. So we do have the paint your own pottery, uh, which, you know, all you have to do is just show up, have a good afternoon painting or bring it home. We put it together in a little kit with the glazes, brushes, everything they need. They paint at home and bring it back. We glaze the fire and they take it home. It's very, um, it's, it's very artistic, but you can get it fairly quickly and you see the results. And then the more um, intense part of it is the build of, you build your own pieces from hand. And we've done a couple of workshops for adults in the afternoons, we've, um, in the evenings we've done, um, we did some for we did some pumpkins for Thanksgiving. People really love that. Um, so they came in one night. They roll out the clay. They design it. They put it together. We fire it because you have to be fired twice, and then they come back and paint it. So it's a two-step process. I think unless you're really into it, um, that can either be like, oh, that was a great experience, or this is really not for me. I'm just going to continue to paint my you know my pieces that are already done. So, um, so we do do both, and we find people that love one or the other. So, very cool. You know, I, have you been doing the take home uh, pottery kicks because of COVID, or have you been doing that since the beginning? So it's strictly because of COVID. When back in a, um, in March, I guess when you know state shut down um i have to say we're just really proud and happy that we at no point did we the store was closed the shop was closed but we were there every single day of the week putting kits together ordering um you know putting paints everything that you know we completely moved our online our shop um online within three days and it was just it was insane because we had no, we had a website and that was about it. So, and I had never built, um, you know, a, a online store. So it was a really quick, you know, turnaround of staying up until like two, two o'clock in the morning for a few days, 
but we were able to put up most of our stock in, in uh, online. We we're able to start selling online fairly quickly. And, uh, and that's where we started. And I don't see us moving, even if things go back to normal, um, we, I, there's no reason why um, we would you know, not do this just because it's another option that people can have. They might not be feeling well and want to be painting at home. They might have a lot of little ones and they just want to be at the comfort of their own house. So there's just a lot of reasons why you would want to paint at home. I th you're so right. I think, you know, unfortunately with the negative impact that COVID has, it's given us the opportunity, like myself, to find the creative piece of ourselves with the extra time we have and to be able to just know, buy something off your website and bring home my kit is very cool. Um, when you first started it, did you think it would be so popular? I didn't know. I, I think we were just moving so quickly to figure out what we needed because I knew we had to pay rent. So I knew that we couldn't just go home and put our feet up and watch Netflix, you know, bench Netflix day in and day out. So, um, so we, it was, it was a learning process because obviously we had never done this before. We got a, a membership for the restaurant depot, which is where restaurants get all their supplies for. We bought boxes there. We bought little containers where like the sauces go for paint. We were, it was just like, just really quick, just as far as I thank God, my sister is just as resourceful. Um, and we're just moving as quick as we can. Uh, we all, I also have, you know, nieces that they're all, um, 17, 18, and 16. So they're just like, just quick snappers. They were out delivering paint kits. It was just insane, but we just got through that really, really rough period, um, you know, safely, I guess. Not, nobody got sick. We were able to provide, we got great feedback. Customers were just like so thankful that we were providing a creative outlet in, in a time where you know, people are just really going through some really, really rough, rough times. So more than anything, I'm very proud of being able to do that. And it, they, like you said, you know, it's we're adapting and owning our owning your own business. People, you know, want to leave that nine to five, but you are up till 2 a.m. trying to figure everything out. And that's the thing I give a lot of props to local business owners is you leave your nine to five to work nine to 3 a.m. sometimes and mm -hmm. you know eventually you end up being happy about it and of course it's a positive experience but like you said it's all learning and the fact that you have support from family of course is wonderful that you get to be with your nieces and share the love for what you have a passion for with them and I'm sure they love it as well yeah. um so um in addition to uh, so you offer kids classes yes Awesome. So what, how are the kids responding to all that? Are they enjoying it? Like, what do they enjoy the most out of it? Oh my gosh. So they love play. They just, they have a great time. And, um, you know, we're talking about kids. They're so, they're at that age. So the Monday night class is seven year olds to 10 year olds. So um, they're through, they're in that stage where they just say what comes to their minds, which is just so refreshing. You know, they're not filtered. They're just like, just say it how it is. Um, I think what I really love about it is the fact that they're really not getting a lot of social um, interactions because they may or may not be in school. They may or may not be your, see their friends. And even though our classes are really small, I want to say there's seven kids in a class, which is, you know, really small. 
um, they get to see other kids and they get to talk with other kids and you know we're social distancing we have the mask um but they i think more than anything they're really enjoying the fact that they are sharing this experience with other kids their age um and they get very creative at the end of the six six weeks when they get to do their projects they're really excited about doing their own little you know mugs or whatever they end up doing and it's always to me it's always precious and it just brings it's exhausting, but you're a teacher. You know how it is. It just completely fills you with energy. There's just great. Was there a, like a favorite design a child has done that's most memorable? I know all of them are great because anything yeah. kids make is perfect because it's so honest. But is there something like one of the kids made and you're like, oh my God, I would never have thought of that. <laughs> so I have a, and I have some kids that are really, really good at building and other kids that can't wait to get things built so they can paint. So we I, we have definitely both, but somebody did a Mickey Mouse. They, she built uh, from a pinch pot, built a Miss Mickey Mouse and I showed her how to do the ears. That was really, really amazing. Cause I was, when she told me what she wanted to do, I was like, ooh, you know, there's so many bad things that could happen. It could crack, the ear could fall off and I hate to like break her heart. But she, she stuck through it and I stuck with her and, you know, it came out beautiful. And then I had somebody, she's a minimalist. I had, we made, we made mugs with um, deers on it for Christmas. And she made, uh, she made the deer, but she only put one eye. She was like, I just want it with one eye. I was like, one eye you get. That's, is that's what you want? That's what you get. <laughs> one Cyclops deer. <laughs> exactly. So it's just, they're amazing. I love them all. Yeah, so you, you kind of get the both best of both worlds. You get to see their creativity. In addition to them just having fun, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's similar to an art class, but there's, it's, they can be as creative as they want, which is really cool because sometimes when you're in school, there's a specific instruction to do. Yeah. Whereas with you, they can do a one idea if they please. Exactly. So exactly. that's really fun. I mean, so my, my goal is to teach them the skill. Like I want to teach them the skill and the techniques. And that's really my goal because what I want is for the create, like their creativity to use those skills to get to do whatever they want to do. So that's really my goal is at the end of, that's why at the end of the six weeks, I'm like, okay, what are you going to make? And what, like, to, what skills and are you going to use to make your, you know, final piece? So that's really exciting. Yeah, it, it gives them the opportunity to um, really dig deep and utilize what they learn to be some, be as creative as they can be, which is really cool. And it's mm -hmm. awesome that you opened it because you're in a perfect location. And I know, like, for me, me and my friends, a lot of the outings is going out to dinner. <laughs> As you know, it's, hey, let's go out to dinner. But I think where you are located, it's perfect because you could do um, a girl's night or a fun birthday at your location, then go out to dinner right after or do it before. So, you know, having something like Ceramica in Stoneham is wonderful because it gives everyone of all ages the opportunity to do something different. Um, my friends and I has always struggled to find something to do because we're always like, oh, we already been to that restaurant 10 times this month. Um, so before COVID hit, we were trying to do more creative things. And of mm -hmm. course, if we 
we, we could come in, we would do something like that. So I think now it seems like people my age and younger are looking to do more things similar to what you're offering, um, getting more crafty, making wreaths, doing pottery. Have you seen a surplus in certain ages or um, kind of social outings coming to your location? So in before COVID, we did we did a lot of um, birthday celebrations, not just for kids. We play happens on the weekends, um, but in the in the evenings, um, you know, group of girlfriends would come in, and you know, it is, we we are BYOB, so they would bring their wine and just drink wine, and paint, and they just have a great time. Uh, we also did corporate events. So um, a lot of dentist office would come in um, in the afternoons. They would order, you know, food and they would have lunch there and then paint. That was also a great time. Um, so we had a lot of stuff like that before COVID. Now um, we've had groups that are a lot smaller. So instead of like, you know, 15 people, there's like maybe five or six people, uh, which is, is absolutely fine. I'm thankful for the business. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, people are encouraged to go out and, and paint. So, um, so we're trying to stay, you know, again, give enough, uh, different services for everyone. Everybody has different, um, comfort zones and we're trying to like, make sure that they're comfortable, that we're all safe, um, our customers as, as well as our staff. Um, and yeah, so we do have people coming in, in in small groups. Um, they have to make a reservation. They have to tell us, you know, when they'll be around and, um, oh, I know what I was going to say. The best, a husband was celebrating the wife's birthday. So he invited all her girlfriends to, and just rented like four tables for her and her girlfriends to paint. I thought that was just like the cutest. I was like, you take the price, my friend. <laughs> It is so true because I think we kind of get sick of the same old thing and you're offering such a different service where it gives us the opportunity as customers to go and paint and also socialize. And I didn't know you were BYOB, so I'll have to write that down, make a little <laughs> note. And, you know, the whole rise of um, the painting community where you paint at home or you do the BYOB painting parties was rising. I've done a few. And now that you have your pottery place where you can do that as well. So it's, it's, it's nice to see more hands-on things coming about and giving us opportunities to go out there and find our creative piece. Um, especially when we're, we're friends, we don't get embarrassed about what we make. We know we have our own abilities because mine would probably just be a ball. No, no, no. It's definitely an experience. So that's really what you're, you, you know, is the experience, which is so much better than, you know, going to the Amazon and buying, you know, a pair of jeans for your friend, you know, um, when you go in and you spend quality time with somebody is that's really what you're taking home. Um, yes, you'll have a beautiful piece, you have a beautiful mug that will last for a really long time. But is that connection and that that time spent with somebody that you that you care that is really the gift? Right. So from when you first opened to now, ha, how have anything changed? Are things different now and how you're running things? So definitely COVID completely turned the, the business upside down. Um, and and not only in a bad way, I don't think we would have experienced uh, with to go kits. Um, we probably would have eventually, but it wouldn't, it would, this completely fast forward that. 
Um, so that's great. The other thing, um, we're, we're just available. We were available a lot before. We're available like all the time now. Like people will be painting and sending me texts at like nine o'clock at night, sending pictures like, do you think this looks right? I'm like, yes, it looks great. Bring it back. So, um, so it definitely has um, really weaved us into the community. I think we, we were before, but in a way that providing that sanity and that creative outlet for somebody who's been cooped up at home and who hasn't seen their friends and their family. And this is kind of one of the ways that they're taking the mind out of things. That's so important to us. Right. I, you know, it, that's so true. Um, and, you know, what, it, what is it about Stoneham that you wanted to be in Stoneham? What is it that kind of led you here and thought this would be a great opportunity to open um, the Ceramica Paint Studio in Stoneham? So we always, um, we, that was always our, our intention was to do something in, in our hometown. Again, we've been here uh, for about a little over 20 years now. And... Um, we so tied to a community with our kids going to, to school. We just being friends of teachers. We've known, you know, other business owners. And um, we first started looking for spaces. We strictly, you know, were committed to looking for something in Stoneham. And um, obviously that the building that we're on is, is brand new. We're the first tenants on that building. And I have to say the landlords have been amazing. They completely recognized that this was something special at the very beginning. Um, I think that they said that they had gotten a lot of requests to turn the space into a salon. And they were like, there's too many salons already. So, um, which I, 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 you know, commend them for like keeping them in mind because they could have just, you know, rented the place to anybody. But they really wanted some somebody that was going to make a difference in the community. The fact that they took a chance on one a, a woman-owned business and a minority-owned business, and that they have supported us throughout this whole COVID um, crisis, we just feel like we really locked out with them. So we got, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I just feel like things are meant to happen. We landed with a great place, great landlord. Um, really nice um, business model and the community has just been so gracious and so accepting and so um, supportive throughout this whole pro the whole process and I love that the people are like proud they're like oh yeah we have a ceramic place in town you know I love that, that the fact that we're able to provide that to people yeah you know it's funny because Stoneham's maybe about um, I'm not quite sure how many miles big, but it's just a small town and, um, you know, everyone knows each other and everyone seems to own their own business in Stoneham. So mm -hmm. it, it is, it's very true. The pride you take in the small town, you want to give back to the community. And that's exactly, I feel like you guys are doing, giving back your love for something and passion to help these community members build the same love and passion especially the younger kids, it's, um, you know, Stoneham doesn't always offer a lot of things for the kids unless it's like mm -hmm. a festival. You know, they have Hagel Harrington's, which is great, but a lot of towns have a painting studio or a pottery studio, and it's nice to have it locally because they can walk mm -hmm. there from the school. And um, the Boys and Girls Club offers great art programs as well. So, you know, I really appreciate you being in town because, again, it gives us the opportunity to do something different and see something different. 
Um, so I appreciate that. So coming from a small business owner, what was the hardest thing on building this business? Um, my gosh, I think just because this is my first business, I've never done this before. To me, it was just, um, I was just afraid, you know, afraid you would, I wouldn't succeed, afraid I wouldn't do, you know, well, just afraid. And, and I, like you, I'm a type A personality where I think things have to work. So, um, so, so to me was, that was that, but I have to say um, the Chamber of Commerce is amazing. They have tons of great resources and other businesses, local businesses that you meet through the Chamber of Commerce, they're so more than happy to, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, do it this way, you know, give the support, give the resources. Um, I know I belong to a network in town of um, small business owned by women. So we were, we used to meet like once every couple of weeks for dinner or coffee or something like that. We've met at the store, at the studio a couple of times. Um, but again, it's Stoneham business women that, you know, are so able to support and even just to listen to like complaints, like, oh my God, I went to bed at four o'clock in the morning. So the just, even just these, the support and somebody listening to you and they know what you're going through is something that you might not get on a town, you know, larger or where everybody's just doing their own thing in isolation. So the question is, I actually had while you were talking is, you make pottery on your own and you own the studio. Would you, so seeing pottery all day, do you eventually get sick of it? No, I haven't. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes people always like, you know, don't turn your passion to a business because sometimes you end up hating it. And that's always the question I had with people is like, you know, once you leave your corporate job or you finally end up doing your dream job, it's like, do you end up hating, like, do you end up hating what you're doing out of the amount of stress and trouble it brings you? Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't, I also feel like running a business is more of, um, that, that within itself is just a job. I'm not, I wish running my business was sitting around and painting and doing pottery all day. I'd probably be in heaven. Um, but I just, we wear so many, so many hats. I'm very lucky that I have my sister because she is just my sounding board. And she's like, you're going crazy. Just take the weekend off, you know, and just, so I'm blessed to have her. Um, but, you know, all the, you know, calendars and purchasing things and doing troubleshooting providing the best customer service we can ever provide. That's at the top of my list. Um, if, if, if it wasn't for, for our customers, we just wouldn't be successful at all. So our customer service is like at the top of our list always. Uh, so I go home to my little state heaven and I sit at the wheel and I throw pots and that is my real passion. I'm just able to like push that through the whole process of like the business, which is nice. So. I haven't gotten two years. I haven't gotten gone crazy yet with like, I hate it. Um, I just don't think it's doing this for 25 years, doing pottery for 25 years. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, <laughs> well, that's good to know. So anyone out there, that's your positive experience. Um, it's because it's funny. Sometimes you end up hating something you do for so long. Mm -hmm. And then you take a hiatus and you come back to it. So it's always, 
I think that's the biggest fear for some people who want to create their passion into something they love. Um, they get caught up with all the stress of it. They always, they, they wonder why they did what they did and should have just left that as a hobby. But I think nowadays we're all looking to get away from that corporate side of life, the nine to five to really put something into what we love and give back to the community. Um, so there you go. What is it like to um, work with family? The plus side. Oh you can mention a negative, but I won't. I won't say I asked personally. Um, well, I do. Um, even though I do own my the business with my sister, I have a my baby sister, which is also in town, and she might as well be part of the business because she's always at the studio and always covering for us and giving ideas and painting. Um, so it's, it's really, is a family affair. So it's the three of us. Um, the rest of my family lives in Stoneham too. I have cousins and my aunt. Um, so it becomes a family affair to me. I, I, yeah, I guess the negatives that never come to mind. Um, we bicker and argue like, like every family, but we just really close and just support each other because we want everybody to succeed. Um, so, you know, when it comes to, when it comes down to it, everybody's hands in the pot helping. So I have no complaints. Cause it's funny, it, you, when you work with your family, maybe you have more confidence to say something you actually mean when you have a business partner, you're kind of just in business with, whereas family, you can say to your sister, what the hell are you doing there? And she won't take offense to it because you still see tomorrow for Thanksgiving dinner. Not going anywhere. <laughs> exactly. So it's funny. Some people say, no, no, don't work with your family. Things can happen. So um, it's always nice to see a family business work out so well and be successful and it kind of gives that local home feel to the town as well. Hey, this is a family-owned business. We all grew up in Stono. We love our town and we love what it's done for our family. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, what about any future plans for the store? After COVID ends, what's the plan? Yeah, I mean, I definitely um, want to be able to provide more hand building and, and people that want to work with clay. Um, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people come and ask, and if we have wheels, do we do hand building? And we don't, because we don't have the space for it. That space was just not designed with that in mind. It's a different model. Um, I know Jenny and I have been talking into doing a lot of more business with uh, senior centers and assistant living, dropping off pottery, picking it up, providing classes. So that we had started to do that last year, obviously came completely to a halt at the beginning of the year. So that's one uh, kind of like a little branch we, we want to get into. Um, I have um, my oldest niece who's in college. Um, she's going to Merrimack to be a teacher, actually. Um, early education. She's doing um, video classes, online video classes on Saturday mornings. So every Saturday morning, she comes up. And this is kind of like her little project. She comes up with a project. She, do, she does the marketing. She gets the people in and she teaches a class, which I think is a great experience for her, but it's also another, um, another service we're able to provide for children that at home, they might not, you know, not because of their health, they might not be able to go out or, and, and this is again, one way to create, to give them that creative outlet and 
make something beautiful that they can, you know, they can have all the time. So those are definitely um, the senior centers and assistant living line, something that we want to continue to move forward once this ends. Um, video uh, teaching, which isn't something else we, we want to, you know, we're getting into right now. We definitely want to push that forward. And um, eventually I'd like to have maybe a handful of wheels where people can either can rent, down, rent it out for people that don't have the space and want to do their own work, like uh, studio time, or just do small classes and teach them how to use the wheel and how to do their own pottery. And that might, might consist of a different location. So that's a little more complicated. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, enough people have asked that that might be something that the community is interested in. You know, just going back to the senior citizen, um, the, the companies or the groups, can you tell us the um, positive piece of senior citizens taking part in part of pottery lessons? Um, you know, I just know their dexterity could increase and get better. Also, maybe just their state of mind creating something and taking the time to paint. Can you go a little further into that and why it's so important? Yeah, so, and we actually had started to, we formed a, a partnership with um, this uh I think it's an assistant living that's across from the boat. You know, the boats are in, in the spot pond. Yes, they're um, like a long-term nursing home, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started to do, we gave classes there uh, a couple of times a month uh, throughout the fall um, and the winter last year. And um, the seniors just amazing. First of all, they, they have trouble with their hands. So having that movement of like knitting the clay or moving it around um, it's really important for to keep their hands moving um, also um, they can't really they start losing their fine um, movement skills so doing little stuff with clay in their fingers it kind of gives them mobility so that's really great just physically what they do um, and then which I find most important of all is that social aspect. They get to talk to their friends, they get to paint, they're interacting, they're asking questions. Um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of seniors kind of get, you know, very isolated and, and bringing them into a class where there's other seniors and they get to chat and, you know, gossip. And it's really, to me, it's just as important to take care of the soul us to take care of the creativity and I think is that's one for the other. So um, we were doing great work at that center for a while and I'm, I'm hoping that we can go back to doing that that work when things clear out. That's awesome. Has there been a certain moment while being there or a certain client there that you really noticed that pottery has truly benefited their life? Um, is there any single moment or any time where you're like, okay, this makes sense. You know, I really feel what I'm doing at the moment is where I'm supposed to be. Well, definitely even, even just like their memory, like they'll remember what they make and the nurse is like, they don't remember what happened yesterday, but yet they made like an ornament two weeks ago and they're like, yeah, that's my ornament right there. I mean, that's incredible to me. The fact that they remember something they made and is it because they made it with their hands and they put thought really thought into creating it um but yeah to me like all the ornaments look alike um but I bring them up and I spread them out and they're like yeah that's mine right there 
So um, that made my mom passed away from Alzheimer's. So I'm really, you know, that really gets to my heart. Um, and she was, she's the reason why I'm an artist. She was very creative. She always, I was always in art classes, you know, painting, drawing, everything you can imagine. She was the one um, who, you know, I looked out to um, as far as my art. So um, to go to senior centers and see that this is even helping with their memory, that's like amazing to me. And it's so true. Unfortunately, with Alzheimer's patients, they do forget a lot as the time goes on, it gets worse. And of course, as we read, studies show that arts and music is a great benefit to them. So there you have it, everybody. Claudia from Ceramic Paint Studio in Stoneham on Main Street. Please make sure to check out their website. When you check out their website, you can see that you can order online 24 hours a day, a non-contact pickup and delivery option, as well as regular pickup in store. In addition to ordering online, you can also head into their studio for painting. On Tuesday, they are open 12 to 6. On Wednesday, they are open 12 to 6. On Thursday, they open 1 to 8. Friday, 1 to 8. Saturday, 10 to 5. Sunday, 12 to 5. And lastly, you can have a small group of friends, co-workers, or family. They can host up to 15 people, so please give them a call for a reservation. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Locally Sourced Podcast, and I appreciate all the support you've given me so far. Have an awesome week, and peace out.